Hey guys, welcome back to Married to a Banana with Mike and Jay. All right, guys. So today we're actually going to, I guess, talk about you. Talk about me? Yeah, talk about you. I found this kind of meme or something on Instagram or something like that. So yeah. the, the meme was actually about immigrants. And basically, we're going to talk about a few things. I guess the meme has said, as a child of an immigrant parent, I was a language tr- translator. I was an IT support, a cultural translator, a password manager. That sounds about right. We're going to discuss, I guess, a little bit what it's like to be an immigrant or a child of an immigrant coming from Korea. And I'll hopefully try to make a connection Mm -hmm. for the adoptive part. Right. And just to clarify, I was actually born here. I grew up as a child of a Korean immigrant. And I find it very interesting because I always wanted to learn more about the Korean culture because I I didn't really have that much to go on when I was growing up. But it kind of helped me bring perspective on on Korean culture and more specifically just uh, Korean immigrants immigrating to America, which would be your family. Um, Can you talk about a little bit about being the language translator? Right. So even though my parents can get by with some basic English you know, a lot of, I guess, mail, formal, official mail letters that come in often have a lot of English words or they use more than basic English. And so often, you know, it's like, hey, can you take a look at this? Can you take a look at that? And sometimes my frustration comes is that they won't even try to read it. It's like such a given, like, oh, just give it to Jane. She'll she'll take care of it. That's, it's kind of difficult, I think, because they always rely on you to translate. Right. And it's not necessarily good. And it was especially hard as a child because you're a child. And now not you can't just be a child. You kind of have to take on this. Uh, wear this hat of being a translator to kind of tell your parents, hey, this is what this letter is saying. This is what they need you to do. And so, like, I would know, I guess, more information than a child that didn't grow up as an immigrant. So basically, you had to kind of grow up pretty fast because you couldn't be a kid. I guess in some ways, if you think about it, it was kind of survival mode. You kind of needed that information so that, oh, okay, so they had to pay the bill or they had to do this or they had to do that. I just want to make it clear that you are a little bit bilingual. I guess that was evident. Right. (laughs) Being that translator, I think, is definitely difficult. And you're not just a translator for a set amount of time. You're a consistent translator. So this says, as a child of immigrant parents, well, this is not something that was only in the past, but to this day it continues. And now what I do is I try and kind of divide the labor with my So let's move on. The next one is child of an immigrant. I was always the IT or or tech support. In some ways, though, when I I grew up when things were analog uh, before I switched over to digital. (laughs) Um, However... Even now, with all the smartphones and computers and stuff, you know, my parents are still asking me, hey, how do I do this? Or how do I do that? 
you need me to type this for you, you need me to do this for you or that for you. Again, taking on extra responsibilities in some way to survive or make living better. But I, I could definitely see the technology part in the sense of being an immigrant and not knowing the language too well, because if you don't know the language that well and everything is in a different language, it really does make life more difficult and they tend to rely on you. Right. The next one is cultural translator. Right. It's interesting because actually um, my mom and I had a conversation about that later on after I grew up. And she was like, you know, it's interesting because in Korean culture, a lot of Asian cultures, you're trained not it's rude to look at someone in the eye. Whereas oh. in American culture, they think something's wrong with you if you don't look him in the eye when they're talking to you, and that's considered rude. Um, so she talked about, you know, I knew how it was difficult for me as an immigrant, but I overlooked how difficult it might have been for me and my brother growing up in both of these cultures and having to learn the two different cultures at the same time and yet also kind of trying to translate that information um, to my parents. And you know, you know what the funny thing I was just thinking about is that you're actually the cultural translator to your mom, to me. Right. You're like the middleman. Instead of, you know, you being the cultural translator for, you know, the stuff that happens outside, uh -huh. But now it's like person to person too. So it's like right. uh, I, you know, gazing to look at somebody. But now it's like you got to explain to your parents, Mike does this because this. Right. And then you got to do the same that my parents are doing this. To right. Me. So it's stressful. Yeah. It's even like the nuance of certain things. Um, you know, she'll often say, well, it's a given. So-and-so should help me out. Well, that person asked you. Do you want help? And you said no. Mm -hmm. If you want help, you're supposed to say you want help. And it's like, no, they should ask me three times and then, or they should do it automatically. Well, things are not automatic. And I think that's where a lot of the culture clash comes in. Also, even though I am bilingual, I'm still stronger in English. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when I say things as a direct translation, it doesn't come across correctly. Mm, okay. And so it could come off in a very offensive way, mm -hmm. but it's not meant to come off offensively <laughs> in mm -hmm. Korean, um, but they could take it the wrong way. Or vice versa, when she says something in Korean and she does like her whatever short English translation, it could come also come off very offensively but she doesn't mean it that way. And so even like the idea of like the hierarchy versus everyone being, um, you know, on the same mm -hmm. level, mm -hmm. uh, not using honorifics and so mm -hmm. forth. Well, something that comes to my mind was paying. Right. Because when we were going out with your family, I felt like we were always paying, which we literally, I think we were. Mm -hmm. But like you know, when when you go into my family, we may just all chip in. Right. Culturally, yeah. the cultural differences within the family could be just a little bit different. And, or I'll give suggestions to you to handle a certain issue or problem, and you will say culturally that it's a good idea, but it's not going to work in my family because there's the cultural piece to it. It can right. be very emotionally draining. Tell me about it. <laughs>
<laughs> so moving on, the next one is password manager. So I have a little bit of experience with this, <laughs> but I'll let you you start. You know, my parents will say, "Well, this is my password." Well, we're talking about like <laughs> like know? emails or something too, right? Emails, apps, all these number of different things, or even like to log into your phone. Like, how do you open up your smartphone? And so it's like, well, this is the password. And my question is, is it uppercase? Is it lowercase? Did you add a number? Is there a symbol at the end? What? It's all lowercase, but it's not working. <laughs> and so it's always like, well, write it down if you don't think you can remember. And they're like, well, I wrote it down, but they wrote down the password that was like three passwords ago. And so it's just always trying to figure out what is the darn password. I tried to help them out because I actually changed the language on their email account. So they、mm -hmm. could understand everything. The only bad thing, <laughs> just like we were talking about the cultural differences, then if they have an issue that they can't figure out and it's in their own language, and、right. they have me there,、right. then there becomes another issue because I need to change it back in English to help、right. them out. Right. But and, and again,、yeah. we we got this from like a meme, so、right. it's supposed to be kind of semi funny and semi truthful. I guess this whole meme. You know,、uh, the child of an immigrant, and just kind of the roles that you have to play. You know, as, even even though that you're an adult now, right? You right. still have to play these roles, right? And sometimes that child of an immigrant, it's it's almost like it doesn't even matter if you're Asian or not, because I I see this across other children of immigrants、mm -hmm. from other. Nationalities,、mm -hmm. other languages, other backgrounds—I think is a commonality that's shared across. And I guess my perspective on immigrant is because even though you know I was born in a different country and I、mm -hmm. came over here, I'm technically not, but I am, but I'm not really an immigrant、right. because you know when I was adopted, I was just raised like if I was born here, right? And so I never. Had the experience、uh -huh. to go through what it's like to be an immigrant, to face different struggles and challenges through your family, through friends. I guess just being in a city of in a town or that has you know a decent amount of Asian、um, yeah. exposure, you get to understand a little bit more of the culture,、mm -hmm. you know, as well as the immigrant culture. Right. But you you become I guess more aware.、Uh -huh. It's not just about、this. me, and so it helps me understand the cult the culture more. Right, and so this isn't true necessarily for all immigrants. You know, all immigrants. I guess in different places, different financial places,、mm -hmm. different、mm -hmm. level of understanding English, and all those different things. This is just my experience. I've always wanted to know more about the culture, right? And there's plenty of positive. There's plenty of little bit negative stuff, right? But to understand the culture, you have to look at everything. And I think、right. to get an insight into into what it really is, you know,、mm -hmm. you you have a realistic approach to this culture, to who I am. 
and where where did I come from? You know, right. I could have been an immigrant that immigrated over here, you know, and I could have had similar, like you said, not all the all immigrants are the same, you know. Right. And you know, I'll have a different story. But there may be some some things that I may have gone through if I if I was an immigrant and I, you know what I'm saying I, I immigrated into here too. Today I think this is a good stopping point. So we're gonna end it right here. So thanks for listening. We'll and see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.